0: Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. Hey, hey, you guys are gonna adore this conversation. Jen is such a powerhouse. Known her forever, not super well, but had so much fun getting to know her better during our conversations. And let me just tell you, we spoke for an hour before we even hit record. She is a marketing maven, she's done digital marketing and corporate communications, recently left her job in Silicon Valley, and tells us all about the job search and what that looked like. And um, you're not going to want to miss this. Hey, Jen, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I know we reconnected after so many years uh, reconnected yes. on Facebook, and you've recently made a transition. You are director of sales and marketing now. And I know in our last conversation, you mentioned you left your job without having another one lined up. So tell me how scary that was and how this process has been.
1: Oh my goodness. Can I just say that, you know, my financial planner was very, very nervous about that transition. I remember him texting me saying, don't you do it. And, you know, it's like that, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, Um, (laughs) I, I was really very nervous, but also very commanding in the sense that, you know what, we don't have to do what our parents did and their parents did and you don't have to stay um, in a job that you're absolutely miserable. As long as you, you know, for me, I already had irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I maybe I was, you know, moving. I'd already been in the process for maybe two months before I decided to leave uh, the 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 position I was at. Um, but you know, knowing that. It was kind of a clean slate and a question mark and maybe a huge risk. I don't know if I would recommend everyone doing that, right? Like right. you have to have a good savings plan and a, and a good plan in general about what your next steps will be. I knew I wanted to take some time off. So a sabbatical for me was, you know, I know a lot of companies now are even offering sabbaticals. I was going to give myself one before I, I jumped back in.
0: Yeah, you need that time of rest sometimes from one job to another. And I think you hit on a couple of key things. I mean, right now the market is so good, there's a labor shortage. So, yeah, you probably had the confidence knowing that you would find a new position. But, like you said, you already had irons in the fire and you had a good amount of savings. So, right, you need to have are, a safety net.
1: You're 1000% right. I mean, it's all about working, you know, smarter. Uh, not harder, and I, you know, I want to, pu- I want to make a, I want to touch on this as well because it is. While the the market is really good, I think there's a lot of unhappy workers, at least mm. in America, and everyone is in the same boat. The competition is fierce. I I could not believe how how fierce it actually was. For somebody uh, at my level, I think it might be a little bit more difficult. The more targeted and more niche that you are in the sect that you're in, but for for me, you know, I think if you're more in more of those lower level positions, um, and you're maybe you're just starting out, you're gonna get scooped up super fast. And you have options. You know, there's a lot of offerings now. I could, I would love to kind of go into some of that as well because you know, just going through this process, I'm gonna be honest with you, I I didn't. You know i haven't had to apply to a job uh since like 2014 and, and that was mostly because i had networked my way into every job i'd had since then so i mean we're now That's in 2022 awesome. right so i was i was going up against you know all kinds of talent that you know was maybe at all walks of life and different stages of their careers and you know it, it's it was just formidable
0: yeah. Well, one thing you said earlier, kind of flipping the script, we don't have to do what our parents did. I mean, obviously things have changed. I think you were with your company for a long time. I see a lot of people making changes after 15, 20 years, Yeah. Uh, yeah. which like you said, seems so daunting. You haven't interviewed in such a long time, but things are so different now, including the interview process. I know when we were chatting uh, previously, we talked about how the resume and kind of cover letter outdated now I lean lean heavily on LinkedIn but you brought up some other things too that you saw in the interview process that you know I hadn't even thought about just in regards to personal branding well
1: and you know let's just lay it out there I mean I'm a go getter you know me you know how I am I want to present the put my best foot forward I think it's really hard to stand out when everyone is so technologically advanced anyway And it also depends on the type of position you're going into, but if you want to stand out, then you really got to show who you are. I mean, you know, I'm in the marketing, I'm in digital marketing. So there's a lot of creative, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways to kind of showcase who you are, how you work, what you bring to the table. I can't tell you how stressful it was in that applying process. You need to know what you're getting yourself into, right? Like, so you know i had applied for positions that i was that were really sexy and i was really excited about and i was like oh yeah i'm a shoe in and i would go in there with a cover letter and a resume this is when i first started applying again and i was like man why why am i how did i i'm good i just got like four rejections you know i put out 15 you know resumes and applied to all these different jobs and, and at first i was like okay what what was the fastest simplest way to get this done because while i was working 16 hours a day in my current position I mean come on mm-hmm. um you know sometimes I felt like even more no you know weekends were kind of packed with with work and the work-life balance just was non-existent um and then trying to apply to a job while you're you're doing all of that it was just daunting so yeah it's I was, so
0: hard it's like yeah. having a second full-time job it so really how did you balance was. those things oh, and man. how did you how did you keep your spirits up to you know um, getting rejections while you were looking.
1: Well, I think, you know, you have to go in with an open mind and understand that, listen, not everybody's going to be for you and you're not going to be for everyone. I mean, a lot of times too, a lot of these companies are looking for something specific. And if you, this, what, what I ran into in my field, you know, I was applying to product marketing jobs and, you know, head of marketing jobs and. You know, uh, head of growth, and you know these types of positions uh, in the SaaS world—they're very targeted, they're very niche, and they're extremely technical. And I know, you know, I'm more of a hybrid. I'm, I'm a very much uh, what they call—I guess it's the term—is called a golden brain, where you you use 50% of your left brain and you use 50% of your right brain. So it can go many different directions, but it also holds me back if I'm not technical enough for, say, a position or you know, they're looking for something that I just don't, I wasn't doing a good job of explaining. Right. So that's what I wanted to get into. So yes, your cover letter and your, your resume. I know friends that are like, Oh, I'm writing my resume. And I just want to say, I, I love the way I write and it's gotten me far in life, but let me just say, let the experts handle that, um, pay the money. I invested probably, I don't know, 500 dollars and trying to get my resume rewritten and it was just it's daunting so then on top of it nobody was calling me back and then I would literally go to someone else and you know then it took me a while to find the right resume writer that would be able to speak my language but also understand what employers are looking for and how to position something I could say you know hey yeah this is what our responsibilities were but at the same time Bryce like trying to position You know, I've seen, I was noticing resumes that, okay, yeah, you're putting everything that you did, but what of those uh, skill sets were you actually good at? Put that at the top, right? So then you're looking for a job that's going to position you to do what you're actually looking to do, not just what you have to do in the position, right? So that was one big thing. Um, Metrics, you know, getting, standing out, your resume is very strong. They want to see... Who you are and it, and it's i'm i'm noticing it was either or it was like some places didn't care about your cover letter some it was like quick apply from linkedin so it just kind of depended but then i was still not getting to the finish line so what was the what was the driver what started getting me i got bumped i went from zero to one thousand and then it was like oh my gosh i can't keep up it was overwhelming I think I remember having to take a couple days off just to interview because it was it was so overwhelming with how much right. response I was getting. The difference was this. Um, I noticed that a lot of these um, these application sites would have a would have a box and it would say what's your portfolio? What's your website? You know, who are you? Here's a here's a link to to do a video if they asked sure, for that, yeah. then you need to do that. Yep. And that's if they don't leave anything unturned, you can't just drop your LinkedIn link in there and say, oh, yeah, they're going to
0: go to that. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to go to that. But you want it to be quick and easy, especially if you're working full time. Um, yes. But you've Absolutely. got to take the extra steps to stand out. And I. Oh, yeah. Know, speaking from recruiter experience, I can tell you like you said, put the important stuff at the top because a recruiter scans your resume in about three seconds, honestly. <laughs> and then they decide, you know, if they're moving on to the next one or not. So you've got to grab their attention and grab it at the top because that's where your eyes are starting from.
1: I, yes, 1,000%. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it was a very interesting experience. Um, and it's not for the faint of heart, like handling those rejections it's, it's a a great learning moment. It's like, okay, well, what can I learn from this? What can I gather from this experience? Okay. It wasn't right for me, you know, close the doors that aren't right. Open the doors that are right. You know? So that was kind of my mantra. And then that's kind of how I just kind of made peace with it. That and a little bit of red wine, um, you know, to, (laughs) (laughs) you know, jumping on the Peloton and just, you know, going for it and getting all your stress out. um, That was also really helpful uh, during that time. But I think when I started, you know, saying, Hey, I'm really good at these things. I'm going to start showcasing those. And how do I do that? Right. So I wrote blogs. I created a website. I had a portfolio on my website. I really hustled hard to network and make sure that my recommendations were up to date. They weren't from like five years ago. Right. You had
0: spoken to them recently.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. So um, and then, you know, I had some really big wins. I had some really big letdowns um, during the process. And, you know, it, it's just all working out the way it needs
0: to. Yeah. I mean, it's a roller coaster ride and it's an interview on both sides. Like you said, it's matchmaking. You know, they like you, but do you like them? You know, you're interviewing them just the same. And I, I know you were telling me about one company and uh, you were one of, I think you said 6,000.
1: Yeah. It was a really hefty, interview process um you know i had this is a very prominent company and they're huge on transparency um an amazing company i think honestly in my field marketing you know it's it's just like mecca for marketers we as marketers and in this field i and i don't i'm not alone when i say this it's not just marketers it's everyone that's you know a part of the process you might be in project management you might be in on the product side you might be in engineering you know you might be, um, on the customer success side or even this, you know, doing support or whatever it is, whatever you're doing in, in that field in digital marketing, especially in SaaS, software as a service. I mean, you are, you're getting burned out so fast. And so this company comes along, they're setting the trends as it, you know, and other companies are, are taking and following suit and, and, you know, deciding who they are. The company I'm talking about is Buffer, um, and you know, if there are any marketing marketers listening to this podcast, they're going to say, oh yeah, buffer. They're amazing. They're, they're known for being transparent. It's part of their pillars is, you know, so what I loved, um, I was very honored just to get to the interview because, you know, while I was in, in the field, um, the competition is fierce. And so, um, it's really a, it was a four pronged process. Uh, and so, you know, the first part of it is, I can't imagine what that's like on their end. I mean, they, you know, some would say, "Oh, the, the process is going so slow." But if you had that many applications, how do you how do you sift through, through
0: that? I you feel like it would be exhausting. It's on exhausting. Their end well. uh,
1: the HR managers are probably just flooded. Um, everybody wants to work for Buffer. I mean, if you go to their website right now, and you know, hopefully you're not driving. But if you go to the website right now and you go buffer.com, go to the footer, look at the, the salaries, their public knowledge, as if you were going to look at a tax record. I mean, it's just That's like, cool. boom, right there for you. They're very transparent. You know, so I was able to really do a lot of research uh, beforehand. I was really able to connect with the buffer team. I, they, they started out, you know, you have a values interview. So you spend time with the with the HR team, and and they decide if you are going to fit into their you know into their bucket. You got your values aligned. I mean, they have a whole interview dedicated to just values and and who you are as a as a professional, and who you are as a person. And I mm-hmm. really dug that. I don't think I've ever been in an interview where they did that. Um, and then once you know, if you make it past that, which I was lucky enough to you know, then I, I got to go and talk to an actual senior product marketer in the field that I was in and really amazing people. Gosh, they're just cream of the crop. Um, and then, you know, as you know, you're kind of talking with them, then they want to see how you write and then you get a project. And that's what I really wanted to, to touch on as far as what I'm seeing at all. A lot of different companies is is the projects that you get before you even get to the interview stage. And then if you make it to the, to the last, um, uh, to the last, uh, interview there, it's, it, I was able to meet with the chief product officer over there at Maria Thomas, man, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a, a hero in the product world. And so she's worked at some really amazing companies like Insightly and, and Bitly. And so I was really just honored to, to get to talk to her and pick her brain. And I forgot that I was in an interview, right? Like That's we awesome had really, we had a really inspiring conversation and, you know, I, we were both smiling and, you know, it was great. Um, a lot of the interviews are happening now on, on zoom and or some (laughs) other platform. And so I was just, it was, I, let me just, I'll, I'll lay in my plane. I didn't get the job, but I was, I've never not received an offer that I was so excited to just be in the process. Right. And so, um, You know, I was really, really honored to get to that point. And it it wasn't that I wasn't going to be a buffaroo. It's just that for that particular position, they were obviously looking for someone more technical than I was. And I got that. I totally, I got that. And you know, what was, what is also really beautiful? Uh, They actually followed up and told me why.
0: Mm. Yeah. You don't get that a lot. It's like, thanks for applying. Or we really enjoyed meeting with you but they don't tell you why you didn't get the position so that's a, awesome a lot of
1: and i think companies should you know really invest in even the employees they're not hiring it's like hey you know what you would be great here but you need to work on these things and then come back stay in touch with us if there's a position that you're interested in we're going to we're going to be open you know we know who you are now we've talked to you multiple times we understand you know, what you're capable of, we got to look at your portfolio, we got to look at your website, we understand who you are. Listen, we don't, you know, stay in touch with us. I mean, a lot of companies, I saw some of that too, and some of the rejections, and that was beautiful. Um, I think the, the most, the, disheart, the disheartening part of the process is when they say, Oh, we've decided to go another direction. Well, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> what good direction is that? Because good, good you don't you. know if they've closed the position, if they gave it to someone else. If it was an internal project, if it was, was put on hold. Yeah, you have no idea.
1: And in startups, you know, when you're dealing with in the startup world, you just like, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you know, do your research, make sure they're they're funded, make sure you're working for a company. That is aligning with the values that you have. And I think a lot of us go into right. the job, you know, we're seeking a new position and, and it's all about the company, but you got to remember that you have all the power here. Yeah, you can say exactly. no, yep. there's going to be 10 more behind it. There's a, it's a, it's almost like a, it's an employee's market. It's very, it's a vast market and it's fierce and it's competitive, but it's it, the is in your ball It's in your court. You know, Mm -hmm.
0: the ball is in your court, rather. You've got the power, so. um, Yeah, for sure. And it's the same in other industries, too. You know, I see architecture companies, they've always asked for portfolio and design samples. Engineering firms, they'll send out, you know, a sample questionnaire or test to have someone complete. I mean, there, a lot of firms are taking extra steps. And one thing I heard you say um, that you want to make sure align where values several times so yeah, how did yeah. you, you know, when you were doing your search, tell us about the nitty gritty of like how oh. you figured out if the values aligned. And I know you were using your own network, so you can speak I was. to that too, but how'd you <laughs> find these positions that you were applying to? I
1: am pretty weird and I'm okay with saying that. I probably did Let your look- freak
0: flag fly. I, I, That's one,
1: you know me well, and I say that all the time. You know, there's a couple of things that I'm known for, and that's one of them. Let your fruit flag fly. And, you know, hey, I'm always after at the end of every call, I'm telling my team, let's go, let's grow. You know, Um, they say I bring the hype. But, you know, I will tell you this Um, when I was searching in keywords, this is how passionate I was about values. Um, I would type in work life balance in the keyword search uh, in LinkedIn and indeed work life balance marketing. And little Mm. things like that, you know, because I, understanding long tail keywords, I mean, LinkedIn, they understand, they know what you're looking for. And they, it was wonderful. And I would set up these searches around what I was looking for, not just typing in marketing or product marketing, or, you know, I did a lot of that too, but I found myself applying to the jobs that would list and really speak to, and I don't mean just some empty, you know, we care about work-life balance. I mean, I I'm, there's probably a lot of, I know there's a lot of memes out there and, and gifs about, you know, how the language is presented in a job, uh, responsibilities, you know, sheet on on whatever the job is available, right? And it, what it actually means. <laughs> right. So,
0: you know what I mean? So there's a yeah, lot of- Yeah, for sure. Like, how do you know those companies are walking the walk, you know?
1: I am- I'm, uh, I'm pretty thorough um, and I'm sure, you know, when you start to research a company, you, they will, they tell you who they are. Look at their website, look at their YouTube content, go to TikTok, are they on TikTok? Do they really, are their employees posting on LinkedIn about how awesome they are? I mean, you can go to mm-hmm. Hub, you can go to LinkedIn right now and there's probably, you know, three to five posts from Bamboo HR's employees Uh, who are talking about how awesome the work-life balance is and how this company gets it or Buffer or HubSpot. There's a recruiting
0: company I follow and they do the same thing. I see them on LinkedIn all the time. Um, I mean, it definitely makes you think it's a great place to work because their employees are constantly saying so.
1: Yes. And that's how, you know, they're walking the walk because employees, and here's another thing. Let's not, let's not forget Glassdoor. I mean, Glassdoor, yes, there's a lot of negativity on there where, you know, maybe an employee was disgruntled or unhappy, but you know, when you can tote that you have like a four, four and a half star rating on Glassdoor, that's a good sign that you're prioritizing it and your, your marketing is prioritizing it. I mean, it doesn't always give you the full Monty of the whole story, but that is important. Another thing that I was noticing is what is the, you know, when, when you have a company that is more transparent, so that for me was a big deal um, because I've been, I've been sold a bag of goods on a lot of jobs that I had, right, in the mm. past. Um, I've had a lot of really wonderful positions. I've had a lot of really not wonderful positions, and you learn from those the most, I think. Um, yeah. It can all be cakes and pies and rainbows, right? Like you need to work hard. I was, you know, uh, kind of a cusper between Gen X and millennials. And so maybe, you know, like you and I were hybrids. Um, we are, as a, as a culture, you know, we work really, really hard, but we also understand the value of that work-life balance and understanding that it's like some companies are really kind of transitioning into more of a Monday to like four day work week. Um, they're, they're, you know, making remote and hybrid remote lifestyles more permanent. They're taking out, removing the friction. They're being more transparent and say, Hey, this is who we are. This is what we're looking for. Let's see if we align. I mean, I was going after companies like that. So sometimes I felt like I was shooting for the stars, um, and that was okay. I mean, that we always should, right? I think a, a lot of times employees or prospective employees will go to a, a site, apply for a job, and then they say, no, 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 I'm not going to apply for that. I feel imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just like put that aside and, and, you know, understood at this level of my, uh, you know, where I'm at in my career, anything that I don't know, you shouldn't go into a job saying, I know everything because come on. I mean, no no one's, that's going to be a really boring job, by the way, you're going to get, you're going to hate it. You know, like I know everything. No, that's the exciting part. It's like uh, the first year of your relationship, right? Like it's the honeymoon stage. Um, You know, you want to, you want to really kind of learn just as much about that company, even during the
0: first year that you're working there. Right. So. And I think uh, skills can be taught, you know, if there's that culture fit, if the person is enthusiastic, has great work ethic, you know, maybe they're lacking on some things, but you can teach those skills, you know?
1: Yes. And, and look at today's world. I mean, it moves so fast. You can graduate from university today with, you know, let's just pick my field in, in marketing and it can be totally outdated, uh, in, in the next couple of years, you're going to be alert. You're so no matter what field you're in, you know, really becoming, uh, that eternal student is going to set you apart. And I know you and I always talk about podcasts and how much we love them. Great way to learn, uh, especially in how busy we are with kids and husbands and life. And, you know, schedules and travel and this and that um but you know there's something called YouTube University um <laughs> i i know you and i agree with this like we're always on tiktok i think you know businesses should be especially in more of a b2c environment should be flooding tiktok right now and yep. if you're if you're not there you're late but there's still time. The algorithm will be changing soon. So get your butts over there. Um, It's a great place to look and see how cultures are at companies as well.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, as busy as we are, you can have a podcast on in the background and be learning something new. You know, yesterday I had a long drive and I listened to four or five podcasts there. And then same thing on the way back. I mean, I think you and I are just curious people, but I think a yes. lot of you know, that's a lot of people. And now you you can listen to audiobooks, you can listen to podcasts, you can oh, go on it. YouTube. There's really no reason for not seeking out the information that you're looking for. You know, you hear people say if you've got Google and a computer, <laughs> you can start a business. It's you so can true. What you need. The resources are out there. It's it, more than
1: ever. And you know, the if we we always you know everybody's kind of talking about all the negative impacts of the pandemic but there are some positives that came out of um you know we we kind of neglect to kind of talk or really understand i mean everybody wants this to be over me included to be honest um but look i mean i had employers that were like okay I will never agree to a work from home culture. You're not going to work hard, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to check out, you're going to be watching cat videos on YouTube. Um, they were watching cat to, cat videos on YouTube, probably at your workplace, right? So, uh, yeah. Exactly. But I will tell you that's, it, it now it's more acceptable,
0: right? Uh, globally. So I- I totally I, agree. It's the silver lining of COVID. You know, a lot of industries that were really slow to move to a hybrid or remote work have been forced to, and I think it's changing the hiring process too. I mean, I know there's a labor shortage now, but like you were saying, um, you know, companies have to be more transparent. They have to prioritize work-life balance. So it's been a good thing.
1: Yes, yes, and you know, I think it gives. I I, I can't tell you how many um, colleagues, friends, just you know, people in my network that uh, are are seeking. You know changing and flipping the script in the way that we don't have to do what our parents did we don't have to do what their parents did and you can create the life that you want in
0: the way that you want it absolutely I totally Um, agree I think you just have to be really clear on what you want and then take the steps to get there and it's the same thing with the job search you know not settling if you're in an interview you're not just looking for a job you're looking for the right job, for the right fit, you know, for years to come. Absolutely. Well, I know you've said the last few positions you found through networking. And so I'm just curious. I mean, I think I know the answer to this because you're an exceptional person, an employee. But how do you think oh, you have you. made those connections, you know, and how those new opportunities opened up through your network?
1: It's, you know... <laughs> You go through this process, and you're asking yourself all these questions. I had multiple offers at the time when you know my network kind of came through for me, right? Like, um, I am a, I'm very extroverted. I, I really one of the maybe I love people so much, uh, and I know many people might be listening to this, So "No, that's not, that's not who I am. I, I don't, I don't like people. My husband being one of them." Uh, but you know, I absolutely love to not just meet people, but, uh, how can I help them? You know, so uh, along the journey, I don't know, maybe like four jobs ago, um, I, once upon a lifetime, I was working in a trade show exhibit house, really fun job, by the way, anyone who's looking to do that, maybe if you don't have kids, um, and I would help companies trade show, right? Like I would come up with all of the creative uh, materials they're going to need for their trade show, strategize with them, come up with the right plan to make sure they're getting the ROI they need. I uh, was working for a company called Skyline Exhibits and Events. Um, and then I had a client, uh, Desert Harvest, that uh, had a really robust trade show, trade show schedule. And you know we had a really great interaction. She had maybe some challenges coming in I helped her with those challenges because she wasn't even my client. Uh, she was actually somebody else's, but it was just fun to help her, you know, turn her frown upside down, if you will. And I, you know, I won't we'll go into all the particulars, but she ended up very excited. Right. And very happy. And, and that for me as an employee, especially younger in my career, just made me just feel like, um, you know, queen of the world here, you know, um, as we have gone through, you know, Life changes, you know. Companies, me on my side. She's actually been building her company, and it's just amazing. Um, yeah, she she called me. I uh, I I was actually it was good timing. It was great timing, and I can thank TikTok for this because I made a funny video because I love to do that.
0: And I, say, I love your TikToks, so and <laughs> if you're not on there, you need to get on there.
1: Exactly, it's so much fun, especially for our age group. Um, God, that's a whole other
0: conversation
1: <laughs> yes but it's great thought, comedic relief and people are using it
0: for searching you know oh my job gosh, searches information yes. they're using it like google now
1: yes and companies especially b2c companies are are helping educate you know their user base and their their clients you can you know about new products and services and just the you know for instance like desert harvest is is you know creating a really robust tiktok channel and uh, USA Medical where you can go on there and learn about different you know different um, subjects you wouldn't have known about otherwise I know I wouldn't have and the, the short form content is just beautiful but anyway she saw one of my TikTok videos and she knew I was in market um, and she just reached out to me and was like look I want you to come I want to I want to let's work together and so that, you know, I had, I had a couple of offers on the table at the same time. So it was like, oh man, I have to really decide who I am right now. Um, but it was a beautiful process. I was really blessed to, to be in that position. And again, this is an employee's market. So if you're doing the right things, it's going to hit you all at the same time. So if, if I could just, in, in any kind of inspiration that you need right now, if it's not working out and you're just getting rejection after rejection, hey, hang in there it's going to hit you and it's going to flood your inbox and then you're going to have some real decisions to make. So make sure that yeah. you're digging into those companies. And so after some prayer and some, you know, family support and just talking with my network, I decided to take that risk and, and jump. And I turned down some really, I mean, really sexy offers to do it. So
0: I'm really excited. I think we're going to do great things together. Well, I know they're probably so excited to have you and you've had a little sabbatical. You said you start soon, so it's nice to have a little time off. But that is the coolest story about her seeing your your, uh, TikTok and being connected with you again. I love that. And it just goes to show, too, you've got to be really careful and aware of what you're putting out there, you know, the good and the bad.
1: I mean, yes, that is I think that was my biggest takeaway that you know, just because you, and this, I try to tell this to businesses anyway, because the market I was in uh, was social media marketing, digital marketing, you know, I, I kind of was educating, you know, that's what my side business is all about, is, is really kind of talking to marketers, creating this blog, and uh, how-to guides, and, you know, really helping marketers that are just like me, and, and seeking, and it's overwhelming, there's so much information, there's so many ways you can get it, you know, uh, companies are really great at marketing too, so like, how do you, bypass the fluff, so I'm creating you know, a blog just for them so they understand, yes. oh, hey, here's some really great tools if I'm looking for a CRM or I'm looking for you know, uh, a new DAM or you know, I need to understand which social media tools are the best ones for businesses, you know, things like that, that's going to be one side of the house. And then the other side of the house is you know, uh, growing the companies that I'm actually you know, representing work for, in this, in this case, Desert Harvest. Um, and I want to point out, I didn't apply, you know, I didn't even apply to that job. So it was just kind of funny. I'd gone through this whole song and dance and it was so exciting to go through that. It was really challenging. Some days I was just beating my head against the wall. Like why, yeah. what do I have to do to show these, you know, I, cause a lot of these companies would put out these projects that were so overwhelming. And I felt like, Hey, I'm doing your go-to-market strategy for you. And then you're not going to hire me, you know? So <laughs> right. I, there was some of that kind of fear too. Um, but, you know, as we kind of move into this next realm, um, and I think we do have to talk about social media. I mean, TikTok, IG reels, YouTube, you have to be so careful about what you put out there. And, you know, I think the younger generations are more acceptable with, you know, giving up, you know, maybe those, that information, but the privacy is going to be huge. And how do Mm -hmm. we kind of move forward? when you're just giving up so much, right? Like of yourself online, um, take breaks. You don't have to share your whole life. Like just, you know, I think especially for the way that our generation uses it versus the younger generations, like my, my daughter, um, who has more followers than me, by the way, that's not fair. (laughs) Um, you know, she can do like a little, she can do some little 10 second TikTok dance and she'll get like, get like a hundred followers. And I'm over here, like giving like real life advice. And I might, I have like four people in the entire planet that really, really love my TikToks. (laughs) I think you're one of them. Um, But it is such a great creative outlet. In addition, you know, just kind of understand, you know, maybe you got to know who you are. You got to know who you're not. And you have to understand that even though somebody doesn't like it, they're looking at it. So be careful. Yeah, exactly.
0: They might be judging you, they might be talking about you behind your back, but they're still watching. <laughs>
1: they're still watching. Yeah, so yeah. be the, yeah, which kind of train wreck do you want to be online, right? Yeah, like, yeah. so you just, you know, yes. be, tra- you know, I, I am a firm believer that you have to be who you are, um, and you, you just have to understand the industry that you're working in. Some, you know, if you're a doctor or a lawyer, or, you know, how can, it's a very interesting world that we live in Um, but there's just a lot of really great creators and I think what I'm noticing is that people are finding skill sets about themselves they had no idea until they got on TikTok too so that's Mm -hmm. that's you know as an HR you know I mean look at it this way Bryce like you're you're a doctor you spent eight years of your life trying to get this medical degree you get it and then you get out uh, you graduate, and now you also have to be good at business, sales, marketing, yeah. video, accounting, you know, so that's, I think that's the hard part. We don't really understand everything that's, that's happening to us when, when it's, when it's happening. So um,
0: yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well um, leave us with three tips that you would give job seekers, you know, in today's market, I know you, you pointed out some of these things already, but I know you've been through it again, just recently. So tell us, you know, if anyone's looking for a job, how they should go about it or just tips you have for them.
1: I love this. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna shoot from the hip here, uh, not really preparing these three tips in advance, but I, I can tell you right now that you need to manifest who you want to be and so how you want to get there. So what I want to say there is, Really take some time and kind of do like your own flywheel, right? Like do your own marketing flywheel and try to understand, all right, what is your experience in? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Get a lay of the land before you jump into this world. Because otherwise, if you go in unprepared and unplanned, you're going to just go down a rabbit hole and you're going to have so many rejections because you're desperate. Okay, don't do that.
0: Yeah. Or maybe worse, stumble upon something and get an offer and accept it because you're afraid you and won't, you won't get another one.
1: Yes. So I guess uh, let me just start tip number one, begin with the end in mind. One of the seven mm-hmm. habits of highly effective people, my favorite habit, begin with the end in mind. What are you looking to get out of this? Where do you see yourself? And then you can map out a plan to get there. Right. So like if you're just starting out and you know, I want to be a vice president of a fortune 500 company okay sister you've got your work cut out for you now you need to work backwards and say well what experience do yep. i need to get there right now if you're in the middle part of your career and you know who you are you know exactly what kind of position you're going for in your next step then you need to really kind of target those positions right so you need to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward i know that sounds really generic, but what all these things that I've kind of talked about in the podcast today, you know, making sure your website is ready to go Hire. So my tip number two, hire the right resume writer. You might write well, you might be a really, you might understand resumes and you might get it. Let take someone, take that stress off of you and let somebody else handle it
0: i totally agree if there's little things like that you can outsource you know getting your linkedin up to speed someone writing your cover letter your resume let them do that so you can focus on the more important stuff
1: i would also say you know step number three is to take time to reflect when you are getting those rejections and saying okay i'm getting a lot of rejections why am i getting rejections don't just yeah. keep doing the same thing expecting different results. So that would be yeah. my tip number three. You have to adapt to the hiring environment that you're in. By the time you watch this or listen to this podcast, the environment might've changed. It might be an employer's market, You right? And then what happens when, you know, the, you, there's just no telling where we go from here as far as I just feel like there's so much work on the front end. Give yourself some grace, Yeah. okay? So you're going, so maybe- Maybe that reflection on tip number three is hey, you're going to get rejected. It's okay. Like, take the rejection, learn from it, and then do something different. So, adapt to your hiring environment would be tip number
0: three. Yeah. Well, Jen, you're such a wealth of knowledge. This has been such a good podcast. I'm excited (laughs) for everyone to listen to this. Awesome. So, tell us where we can find you and I'll leave this in the show
1: notes too. Okay. So, I'm really easily found. I mean, if you just Google Jen Guidry, there's, you know, going to be some ladies that pop up in Louisiana and then you'll be able to find me. Um, you know, I you can go to jengidry.com. Uh, you can literally search me on any of the social networks. I'm probably not going to accept you if, unless you unless you're following me on TikTok. Um, okay. I like to keep my social media more private. Uh and I'm on LinkedIn as well. You can find me there uh, professionally. You can also find me uh, running the sales and marketing department um, for desertharvest.com. So check them out. Uh, really amazing. A natural holistic company doing things differently and, and awesome. you know turning the world on its head so very excited thank you so much for
0: having me oh my and, gosh congratulations on the new job and you know through zoom i've been able to see your pool in the background so i'm gonna be <laughs> at your house this summer can i yes,
1: wait please 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 i uh, know we didn't really talk about that but that was a huge deal le- leaving the big city and coming to you know that small kind life as they say Hawaii. Um, you know. And bringing hawaii to north carolina that was really important so um yeah you know get the pull buy the boat live your dreams uh we don't know what's going to happen just you know this is it's a blessing to be
0: here oh so true thank you jen i've enjoyed this so much
1: absolutely Uh, anytime i look forward to you coming to the house
0: (laughs) yes me too thank you so much for listening i'll see you back here next week and make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.